that's why you're so popular and here are so many guys in the train. Easy, easy. No, what I'm saying, when I say... Popular, I mean to, to, to taxi drivers, not to them lot who you were I'm, talking I'm to. I'm surprised they're not even popular with taxi drivers. But what I'm saying, you know, you are, you're here to, because you tell it how it is and the, the reasons for it and you back it up with positive arguments. But the problem we've got is, that ain't going to, I don't no. see how we're going to change it because they're so powerful. They're so powerful. Of course. We, then, in and, hindsight, I think, I don't know if you were and even for. even when we can win, even when we win, then it gets overturned. We, it gets overturned, and you think to yourself, yeah. "How? It's, it, it's like it's, to, it's like there's a religion that's stopping us. It's not like it's it's political anymore. It's like it's being overturned when you win. So what do you do? For me, it's we've got to just try and attack their numbers. Yeah, we've got to attack their numbers, and we've got to say, right, being a taxi driver is something where you've got a proper future. That meter goes up with inflation." If we don't make that meter go up with inflation, then who wants to be a taxi driver? No one, because they might as well just drive a minicab. Well, you're talking like, now you're talking to someone who's pushing an open door here, aren't you? Because mm. the UCG, we've just balloted all our members and it closed on Sunday. Uh, sorry, Friday, and the result was announced on Sunday. Our membership, over 85% of our membership have voted that they want our 11% tariff increase next, next year. Yeah. Because you, you take in the cost index, and you're quite right. But what, where, where are the other fifteen percent thinking here that this is this is I okay? Think scared Maybe they abstained. I well, don't know. Yeah, but well, you, see, I don't know if you and Twitter's not the real world, but people are saying, should we accept? Does does the trade want its eleven point five percent increase? I say, and my members say, overwhelmingly, yes, yes we do, because because everything's gone up. Yeah. You know, we're in the, an inflation crisis, there's a, a recession coming, etc. We want what we, we do. Other people say, oh, it's busy at the moment, and if you put 11% on, it <laughs> might scare them into our competitors. But we've got to attract talent. So we've got to attract... So getting back to what you're saying, that we might not be able to stop what private eye are doing. So I love the taxi trade. I, I do. I mean, I... Of course I you think, do. I think there's a lot of people might... I'm not saying I'm popular, but I think one thing that most people would turn around and say is that... He might be wrong on everything, but you can't say he don't love the taxi trade because he does. Because he d and I do. Yes. But where how can we, as a trade, encourage people then to turn and say, right, we can't get rid of them. They can always. We don't want to. Um, we can't stop them. Mm. Um, but they can do our job after six weeks with three hundred pound. But we want you to do two and a half, three years <laughs> before you can start earning money. Yeah. We want you, they can go and get a, and I've seen it just off of um, in South East London. You can hire a Prius out for ninety nine pound a week, <laughs> right? That's your insurance, that's right? But TXE is three fifty. Yeah. So we're going to say not only can they do your job, they can always undercut, it, and it's only ninety hundred quid a week to get a vehicle for you. You've got to do three years to do the knowledge. Yeah. You're gonna um, you've got to pay three and a half hundred pound for the vehicle. Just using that as an example, and. It's all technology, and a lot of times you're going to be under the meter, getting the same price as what they're doing the job mm -hmm. for. But Where, where's the selling point? That the, the knowledge, the old idea, of the knowledge was, it's a good trade. Yes, it's you're independent. If you put the hours in, you'll earn a decent living, and you're you're a tradesman. You're not a labourer. For, and and that's the problem we got. We shouldn't be worried about what they do. We should yeah. be focusing on what we do. What we do, yes. and we should be positively saying to people. But even because we've always took an inflow, people have always been 
come from minicabs to taxi. Yeah. And we should be encouraging that. We should be. Yeah. We should be... We should be targeting their numbers. We should be targeting women. The UCG's got quite a few high-profile women on its committee, and yep. we've got a lot of women members. But we should be saying, as a woman, if you're doing, you've got a couple of kids at school, it's a perfect job. You drop them off at school, you can pick them up, you can go to work and then pick them up again. It's a fantastic, because you, you, you work for yourself. You adapt your hours around yourself. It's great selling points. We should be turning and saying, you know, it's the most difficult. You should be have a sense of pride. And when I've done the knowledge, and Ling's done it, done it before me, there was a sense of pride with, yes. and, with doing the knowledge. And people, the, the problem is, no one's advertised it. And, and, you, and it's a little bit bloody like the Freemasons. So, yeah, because yeah. no one, unless you've got any, you know someone who is one, or you've got family that's in the trade, it sounds like it's a close, but it's not a close shop. No. The knowledge, what makes the knowledge fair? Because it treats everyone the same. Yeah. If it treats everyone the same, whether I like it or you like it, if we all treat it the same, it's fair. Mm. It's when it becomes unfair is when I get treated differently to say you. Yeah. Because then that's not I. But the standards are so high. Are yes. they too high? Let, I don't let, know. Let's address some of that then. Yeah. We had um, Sylvie came in, he's an old cab driver, done it in nineteen eighty six, I think. And it was lovely. We had a brilliant conversation, but he was saying he doesn't want to see the knowledge watered down. So, Sylv, how many appearances did you have? Five. <laughs> so you don't <laughs> want to see the knowledge watered down based on 1986? This is the thing. So there's so many cab drivers. We've been older than most. When you say watered down, do you not want it to be what it was? Because it's been watered up, 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 and up. Now you have to accept where it is. And for me... Going back to the suburb scenario when the suburbs came in and advertising, it's my job to try and get people on the knowledge. So every time something comes out that I think can be portrayed as making the knowledge easier, even saying it's easier, even if it isn't, because I'm going to spin it as best I can to make it sound easier so that we get more people that think they might want to do it. So when I did the suburb thing, I really deliberately wanted to encourage those that are not doing it to think oh something's changing on the knowledge because without the perception that it's changing there is no inclination to start doing it now you have to give them some reason to want to do it now compared to then and when we did it there was about six thousand people on the knowledge now there's about 400 so when you were talking about this uh, decline and i put forward this about eight years ago i think getting rid of this red lining idea get rid of it completely now they haven't got rid of it completely but they have made changes to it um, and they're proposing other changes which i think are kind of almost meaningless they could have just got rid of the red lining completely because people will the reason the red lining came in people were clogging up the system back then there is no one on the system to clog it up now. So you need these people that come, sign on to the knowledge, and don't take it seriously. It's up to them. They won't pass, but they will stay on 56s until they decide, I think I'll put my head down and get this done, or they'll forever stay on 56s, which keeps the examiners in a job because someone's coming for appearances. Those that are serious, they come, they study, they pass out quickly, as it always was. But without people coming in, and the strategy at the moment, it seems, at TFL is they had two choices. As I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier. There's a choice of making the knowledge easier to entice people to start it, which would mean more people were on it, or de-people and keep them on the knowledge longer so that they've got people that are staying on the knowledge longer. There's only two ways that they could have done it. And it does look to me as if they've chosen the latter. 
that they are going to try to keep those that are on the knowledge currently on it longer rather than making it and marketing it as easier. How much easier? Well, it's not going to be as easy as it was in 1986. That's for sure. Already, there is more runs and more points of interest and more questions that we get asked that are harder than back then. <clears throat> we're, we're having to be super mathematical. It's not a case of back then. There was a lot more bankers back then. You knew certain questions. You was on the same thing. Now it's not so much bankers. It's about literally having the spectrum to be able to answer anything from anywhere to anywhere rather than having thousands of preset answers that you might have pre-learned. And it's been like that for a while and it's got progressively harder. I know in your day, Trevor, that you probably didn't get, uh, it's gone a little bit now, but you didn't get the no lights questions, did you? Did you ever have a, a traffic light question where you was not allowed to go through traffic? So when they talk they're about- They've done away with that though. Yes, they? they've done away with it. But the fact was, this was the, the climb that we've been on. Every examiner's coming in thinking, what can I do that makes it interesting for me? And then they've added stuff. And build your own legend up. Yes. And the ego part of it, they all start off with an ego. And I love Mr. Swire. And uh, he started off very much with an ego and molded himself into one of the best examiners. He was great in the end. But in the <laughs> beginning, uh, me and Mr. Swire, we had proper battles with the fact of what he was trying to do. And he was asking difficult questions. And he was, he did, I don't think, do you remember Nancy? Nancy was a student around about your time. He scored Nancy a C and said, you can't have an appearance for another six months because you haven't done the knowledge correctly. I need you to go away and do the knowledge correctly. But you scored me. I answered the questions. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you haven't done the knowledge properly. Go away and do it again. Um, now, that, that well, got overturned. That got changed immediately. But that was the kind of thing that people were doing. Examiners would come in and just make their own rules and their ego comes into it. We've seen it with nearly all the examiners, their egos come into it, um, which uh, you shouldn't well, do. What do we do then, Dean? Because you sack them all, Trev. No, but you, you're saying about <laughs> we don't want to get the standards, you know, the standards are higher than what they were in 1986. But how do we get that, that, that happy medium? The happy medium for me was this. You still need to be good enough. But for me, in educational purposes, I cannot comprehend where there is another system where there's a punishment system for educating people. The, the red lining is a punishment. Yeah, yeah. And I cannot get my head around that. Now, I understood it when it was introduced. Uh, I was at the meetings that introduced it with Ted Howes and Simon Buggy, and they, they basically come up with this idea. But it was purely to filter off the people that were signing on the knowledge, wasting the examiner's time because other people were studying hard. They're gone now. It's been too successful. And you as a company should have changed this idea about 10 years ago. As you watching your business decline, you should have adapted. And they're still afraid to adapt because too many knowledge students are saying, oh, I did it that way. Exactly. And then, and of course, you're touching you on there the, 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 <laughs> red light, the red line in and whatever, and you was talking about Simon Bugger. But of course, they were trying to say, well, you don't, you're, you're not learning Wheelsden or Cricklewood as much, you, but you're doing lots of uh, points in the city in the West End. Well, that was where, uh, that's where our bread and butter it work is. It is, it's where it is. Uh, so what ended up, and we've, we've ended up having to do runs out of Cricklewood, Wilson, which, and knowing points around there that mm. you didn't have to know in 1986. True. Now they're talking about maybe um, there'll only be a select, they can only ask. Select every, points. Select points. Still be an. Uh, I don't have to have breaking news or even allowed to say it. No, I think it's uh, common uh, okay, so there's going to be a certain amount of points specifically and we, a, a list that we can define and learn. 
Yeah. I've never had a problem with the points aspect. I don't think changing that is going to make a, a blind bit of difference. Because but this might not be for, this can be edited out. I was also told, and I was told, we don't want to get back to the knowledge being about ta- character testing. Well, I think it's, it's integral because the general public are mad. We all know that. <laughs> no, but we've all dealt with them. They are, you get some lovely ones, but you also get the worst of humanity. Yeah. And um, what the knowledge does with this temperamental test, it does filter you out if you're a wrong one who's liable to jump, want to jump in the back of the, ca- mm-hmm. the cab and bash them up. So I do think you need to have a little bit of a temperament test. Really? But, Though, um, Hang on a minute. So let me just stress that because you're going but, into an appearance with a suit on. Yeah. You know you've got to behave yourself. If you yeah. don't behave yourself, you're not going to get scored that day. So you can put any hat on you like. I don't mm-hmm. feel that when you walk into an examination room, an examiner's got to behave in a silly way to put you off. You're there to learn. You're there yeah. to pass a test. You're not there to be um, obstructed. So I don't think that's right. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you. It's completely out of order. Yeah. I don't know about never out of order. There. I just don't think that never, the, the, the examiner there. is not a qualified psychologist to actually judge. Absolutely not. The fact. He's there to but we test don't you. want it all to be nicey-nicey because the public are not... They've got to be... They've got to ask you difficult things or... Mm-hmm. Be a bit un- put you in an uncomfortable situation because the public are going to do that. Yes, they don't need to be cheerful. Don't need to be cheerful. No, but they do, no. and they can. But they no, will, but they can be very demure and just be frank and treat everybody equally. I'm just you're not my friend. You're not my enemy. Sit in the chair. Here's the but questions. Remember how the you questions. felt when you went for an appearance. If I went into an appearance and I was so nervous because I wanted to impress this examiner, and his phone starts going off and he starts shuffling his papers and trying to put oh you you're on, talking pushing about, the table, yeah. all these kind of stuff, which still happens now. No, that's, that's it. Wrong. That, I think that's, that's uh, so wrong. not done deliberately. That's done out of unprofessional on the part of the examiners that are not yeah maybe uh, taking but we're hearing it. this stuff all the time still no I know you know but if we so what it comes back to though it's the it's the it's the, the elephant in the room again how do we make the knowledge attractive when it was said at the recent meeting with TFL TFL quite rightly well they pointed out to us they're a regulator and they do not they can't promote us because they can't be taken aside the meter Trevor mm. it's the meter it's the meter so it's the meter it's the meter and then that gets us a favourite of mine because I would say that sometimes when these apps, taxi apps, are um, encouraging you to go to the red light, to a red zone, the zone that's red because you will get a a technological charge above the meter. Yeah. I say that is influencing our meter because what's going to end up happening there is they're setting your meter rates because you will drive past people in the street who put their hand out because I want to go and do what you are because I will get a 15, 20 pound technology charge on top of the meter. And we can't, so that's great why people are screaming out for taxis. But when you take it to the, flip it on its head, and when if there's, if the work ain't, numbers are not there, we could end up being in a situation where it's going, the way they're going to encourage people to use their app is to go lower than what it would be on the meter, mm-hmm. and we're going to be left with take it or leave it. Yeah, but we're going to then, as you say, we are a different product. I've always felt that we're a different product, and we need to market that as a different product. Yep. Uh, I don't want to get in a minicab. I want to sit in the back of a cab with my family and have some privacy, and that's it. So, it's maybe. But I don't think we should surge. Surge? No. Is that the is that the plan for the future? That's what we're doing right now. I didn't know. What do you mean? How are we doing that now? So, so so if you use a a, a taxi app, yeah, and it's busy. Oh, the app is surging. Yes, but we're not meter surging. The app is surging. But but but, so it's doing it. So there I am. I I, you pick me up on this app, and it's fifteen pound on the meter, and but I've actually paid thirty five pound. I've been put charged a £20 technology charge. 
I'm not associated, if I'm not associated with the taxi trade, I've got no uh, family or anything like that in the taxi trade, I'm never using you again. Because I'm already... But you're paying. warned You're warned in advance. You don't have to use that taxi app, Trevor. You, you're not saying... They're not saying you. You're not getting a cab unless you use that taxi app. So the only people actually read the, the terms and conditions, and many, first of all, and secondly... I don't know about that. And what is the legality? Because this is where it's all... You know, and this yeah. needs to be said. Yeah, it needs to be said. Right? Yeah. The legal advice we've got is the driver is on offer. If someone makes a complaint, it will be the driver. Right. Now, that's no different to when they used to have a minimum fare, some of the apps, mm -hmm. because TfL used to turn and say, because one of the apps, taxi app, I think it was ALO, used to be a £10 minimum fare. Yeah. Now, I used to do T UCG's tariff at the time. Right. <laughs> so I know a little, and I raised it. Yeah. About the uh, £10 minimum fare. I asked TfL, what's the, what's the position on that? If the fare goes £6, and TfL said, if anyone makes a complaint, the driver will be liable to reimburse the four pound and have question about it's fit, uh, you know, fit and proper. So if you complain, you're, so the driver is responsible for the fact that the fare is searched? Yeah, but so now, but I'm saying that the way technology has developed, you on the, this app, and if the app's charging you, I'm not actually physically charging you it. Mm. But if, I make, if someone makes a complaint, I've had a 15 pound taxi journey, but I've been charged 38 pound on my... So the app doesn't reimburse? Because TfL don't exactly TfL don't can't regulate the apps or don't regulate the apps. Mm. So I'm saying that taxi drivers, what's happening now is they're encouraging you these apps, these taxi apps, because they're, they're showing you a map that's red. So it means go to that area, got a lot of work there, and you will get the extra technology charge. Mm. Now we're already a premium band, brand, so you could be driving past people in the street who are putting their hand out. Yeah. Because I don't want to take you because I want to go there. Charge the meter plus get the extra. Mm. Now that's damaging our brand. It ain't damaging the apps because they own nothing. Yeah, it's damaging us, and we're better than that. Mm. We say we're the gold standard, and we pick. Oh, we're better than them, but yet we act and do things like that, and it's not right. Mm. And I would not do it. No, I wouldn't. There's plenty, I, I, of, but the thing is, it's wrong. Yeah, but the thing is, Trevor, plenty of guys want to do it. They want that extra money, and they feel like it's it's short termism in a way. Mm -hmm. but if we don't have apps, we lose that customer, unfortunately. That's that's the way it goes. The, that customer might live in Wandsworth or, or Battersea. They can't hail a cab if they feel this is their only way of getting a taxi and getting us. Yeah, but this is... The and this is where, the way they no, think. This is the effort, no, because... It's, 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 it's a dilemma. It's a massive dilemma. It's the same as brimming jobs, though. You're basically brimming a job on the street because, and then this, the old yeah, yeah, story yeah, yeah, with brimming you, a job is right. you never know that street job could have been around the 150 quid or three pound fifty. Yeah. You don't know. so, and that three pound fifty might have took you around the corner and led you to another job that was excellent. I agree. So every time you brim a job, you're you're going there to go into this zone, mm -hmm. and you get that one there, and it's paying a little bit extra. But it took you that long to get there. Had you took the three pound fifty fare anyway, you'd have had another fare, and you'd be on the same money, and you start to get caught in some weird trap. We, we for my my only my opinion that I think we we can say what's wrong whenever what everyone's doing to us, but we need to have a look at ourselves as well. Yes, and there is nothing, and I get you know everyone's got different opinion, but there is no one who can convince me that it's right for us to be charging the general public fifteen twenty pound above the meter for technology because it's busy or it's raining, yeah. right? Because we're we're publicly hired, we're taxis, we're not a minicab. You want to work them sort of practice? That's what you you expect from. Yeah. The other mob, you don't expect it from us. We end up being the same. But the, the, the public have driven that. The public, the, the, the app companies come up with the idea 
and they've put it there, thinking, let's give it a go, see whether cabbies bite this this cherry. And they've they've bitten the cherry and they've 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 they're doing it. We we are as a trade embracing this stuff now, unfortunately, mm. because the public want it. It's now, the it's public sad. want the public want the convenience. Yeah, they want the taxi. Right, they want, if, if they want to use, if they want a taxi, I always, I, I counter that argument when people say, uh, "Well, if we don't do it, they'll go to our competitor." Well, not the, always, but prove that then, because if our competitor's not working the same way as us, they, you know, mm-hmm. is, that's, that's a big difference yeah. as well, because our competitor is working the same way. But we can't have it always, can we? We can't turn and say that we want this, but because, but equally, because the app company owns nothing, it's us. Mm. The work the people want to get in, and we cannot justify, in my opinion, charging above the meter. The meter is sacrosanct. It's there for a reason. It's there to protect the public. Yeah. And drivers, you say cabbies want it, yes, because they're getting extra for it. So they're going past people in the street to get to where they can get mm. extra above. And the app companies are doing it because they want the jobs filled. Because if the public don't can't get an app or uh, a job off their taxi app. But they see an orange light, they'll put their hand out, and they don't get We're no not visible. Pro- they they don't get no commission on that. So it's in the te- apps. Uh, but basically, it is blurring the lines, and we are a publicly hired service, and we should be proud of that. That's why we do yeah. the knowledge. Yeah, and that is not right. And there is, in my opinion, and I say there's nothing that anyone in the world can say to me that convince me that if a fifteen pound fare should then have a twenty pound technology charge on it. That, that's how much these charges are. Fifteen to twenty pounds. Yeah, I've seen it at twenty pounds. So you've got three. You've got three options now. If you want to uh, hire a taxi on an app, you've got three. I think you've got three options. You've got you've got Get that do the what Trevor's talking about, yep. where they do the technology fee and surcharging, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They call it a technology fee, which is bizarre. Then so. They only run with taxis, as far as we know, officially. They've got the one transport. Yeah, well, but it's just a different arm of the business. When you, it's not mm. all on the same platform. That's right. Then you've got free now. We've got three different options. You've got minicabs, you've got scooters, and you've got taxis. And that's all on one platform. They don't do a technology fee, but it's starting to creep in. I've seen two quid come up on some jobs. I've seen mm. seven quid come up on some jobs. So that's starting to creep in. Then you've got Taxi App, who don't do any of that stuff. They just taxis only, and they are only for taxis, and they don't add any charges. And that didn't get any support. Didn't get no support. It was a cooperative. You got to, you got a thousand hardcore drivers. Yeah, sorry, you got a thousand hardcore drivers that supported it for a long, long time. That dwindled down. They've had to get investment in to to keep it going. Otherwise, it wasn't going to survive. So. Where is the medium here? Where what do we do? You know, at the moment they're starting to dictate us. That, that mm. that's where we are. They're starting to dictate us. Drivers feel like got no option, especially in lockdown. In lockdown, they had to. The, the guys weren't going to eat. That's how severe it was. If they didn't take the app work. They weren't getting any work. Mm. And now the apps have kind of hypnotised the driver because. If you haven't got, if you're if you're empty for a little while, you think, oh, when's the next job coming from? That's how they feel. Yeah. That's how I I hear stories. I, I I'm I'd rather take that app job than sit in a rank, and it's it's difficult, you know. And it, it, what Trevor's saying is right. I completely agree with it. But then I support the driver as well because he's got to earn a living. So mm. it's, it, I am a driver and I have to earn yes. a living, but I don't. I you don't. I, I don't have to use an app. No. I, if I want to use one, I can. I choose to use one. But if the app was encouraging me and I'm on. I'm on an app and it's encouraging me to go to this this area that's in red and I know that I'm going to get more. more. 
then I'm not going to that area. But I'll say to you then, Trevor, when you when you get a job out to, I don't know, um, Enfield, right, and you know you're not going to get held back and that app's going off, or right. maybe not you, but then you put yourself in another driver's position who might not be in the financial position you're in, and you're telling him, don't take that job because that's oh, an app that's job. That's not what I'm saying at all. No. But, but, but I'm no, saying, I'm sa- what I'm saying is... Their apps are there, f- there for that. That's not what I'm saying. For a lot of people. What I'm saying is it would be wrong for us because they're not offering technology tasks to pick someone up in, in Enfield. Enfield no. But they are on Friday nights in the West End. Yes. When it's, when it's, when it's boosting, when it's out. Yes. And, it, and there's theatres burst and that. And they're asking you to pick up that job and it'll be, say, £15 to Victoria... And the public then, when they get their they get their bill in next month, they've been charged a fifteen pound technology charge. Like they take whatever their percentage is, the driver will get the technology charge minus the commission. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's our brand. It's not yeah. theirs. It's our brand that's yes. forever damaged because if it's we've all got a vested interest. We're all associated with the taxi trade, yeah. so we'll defend the taxi trade. Yeah, but if we're we only ever use a black cab when we come to London to see a show, right? And we get our credit card bill in yeah. like that, and they go. Bloody hell, they've charged me there because it was busy. I ain't never using you again. Yeah. The, but it's not... But then they go and use Uber and they do something worse. So it's like, we're all, but we're they, all, we're they all use, at it at the but moment. You're talking about they're using Uber. The numbers. They, but Uber's, Uber's working in our market. They are. So if, if Uber wasn't allowed to... Uh, not just Uber, Bolt, Ola, Freenow... Uh, with, uh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah, they yeah. wasn't allowed to work in our market and there was they wasn't immediate... Mm-hmm. Right. They wasn't immediate. Which mini cabs were never. You was always the luxury, and you know this thing. You you could, could ring up your local mini cab office. And you could just be lucky, just round the corner. Yeah, gone. Right, but and that so he'd be with you in a minute. He'd be with you, but you could also be ten minutes. The beauty, the luxury that people are liking about the the apps is the fact that they can get mini cabs at mini cab prices immediately, like a taxi. Yeah, and it's acting like a ghost taxi fleet. So people are coming out of the theatres. You're dri- and I used to do the old Saturday nights, and you drive down, you head down towards the Strand or uh, Shaftesbury Avenue, and as the theatres burst, you people would chase you to get yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. But there, they're letting you go by with your because they're working to death. And if the, the display wasn't on this screen, they wouldn't have no. They know they have to get to the station in fifteen minutes to get their train. They're, they're jumping with that yellow light, but they can see all these vehicles. See, and when since when has display and availability been part of the minicabs business model? Yeah. Since when? And this is the problem we've got. I'm not anti-technology. I'm not saying that apps, because mm. they're a working tool and so they should be. Yeah. And there is a place for them. I'm not saying, I'm not, what my, the UCG's position is, that all the time we're working exactly the same, then the two-tier cannot be viable. Yeah. That's the issue. Do you think that it's ever going to change though, uh, Trevor? And, and listen, I'm completely, um, I'm, I'm admiring the, the, the fight. I really am, but do you think that this ever going to change, and how, and how, how, well, how is it going to change? Well, what changes are we looking for? If we win an the argument, ghost thing, can we get rid of it? Do you well, think realistically it's going to go? The ghost, the ghost taxi service that you're well, explaining to us. See, people will say to me, and they've said, you know, because I'm not the brightest, but you know, that's another thing. <laughs> they keep saying that because you really are. Some of my distractors actually call me Thick Trev, which is fantastic because I do take that as a compliment because I'm living rent-free in their head. Yes. But um, the they would say, oh, if you take the icon off the screen, they'll yeah. just replace it with a um, with a an egg timer or something, so it don't mean nothing. Well, actually, it does because I've just recently been involved in a court case taking three now to court. Yeah, and know about that. 
and they they didn't challenge our assertion that these icons are the are a business advantage and they're there to for the public. And by them not challenging it, that proves because according to our legal team, not my opinion, this happens to be licensing QT specialists and lawyers. Yeah. That means they've accepted that the integral part of their their business is product placement is the vehicle. Yeah. Now, if you use free now, and I'm not, I know lots of taxi drivers are on free now. And it just happens to be coincidental you want to go from Limehouse to Canary Wharf yeah. and it will be £8 in a taxi. It will be £4 in a minicab. It seems that nearly every fare is half price. Now, they used to, when we first put the papers in to go to court with them, and this is, they didn't do pre-booking. You couldn't book a minicab. You could only have it immediately, but you could book a taxi. They've all changed since we've been to court, of course, because that's illegal, because the only way you're supposed to be able to book a minicab is pre-booked. But TfL are signing all this off. Yeah, so, when they don't care. so when people are saying, oh, but what have you achieved? Well, they've had to change all their conditions. The icon they were showing wasn't a, a car, it was a taxi. It had a well, shape. They were showing the icon on the minicab. Yeah, side. and it was so a, it was a round circle minicab. with a little little thing that looks like a taxi fire line. So mm. let me ask you this then. So oh. uh, now, so now if, if I press the button on free now... They've changed it. You, and it wouldn't show the minicab coming to me? It was showing, but it wouldn't show... A, the, 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 when you used to look for what was near you... Yeah. It, oh, it was, won't, won't show them up. It will show, show them, but it'll show like a car. It won't show... You wanted a minicab. A minicab is not a taxi. Mm-hmm. So if you went prior to when you went when we first issued papers to, to judicially review it, yeah, do you mind? Yeah, 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 go for it. That's what it is. Yeah, it was, the icon yeah. that you would see on the screen, whether you wanted a, a minicab, would be a, a generically looking like a yes. taxi. They so, can't call themselves taxis. Yeah, a bit deceptive. Deceptive. But, but how does that change? Um, it's great, and it, it's it, it's and you couldn't pre-book them. So if you can't pre-book a minicab, yeah, but you could only pre-book a taxi. By definition, if they're not pre-booked, they're applying, they're immediate, they're applying for hire. Mm-hmm. All that got changed once we got permission. And, you know, we've been, since then we've had the part eight, which has really damaged nearly everybody. And I'm oh, sorry, I can't help but smile because we defended the taxi trade's interest there and we made sure that these operators are the, the principal in the booking. What's the part eight? That when we got permission, we've originally got refused permission to about three now using Captain to um, apply for hire. We got refused. Reading, so was quoted. Then we we appealed that, and Justice Lang turned and said, "You know what? I think you've actually got a case, an arguable case, mm-hmm. and Reading is not the end of applying for our argument, which and it still ain't. If whatever happens with Captain Part Eight, does the operator have to be the principal in the booking? Because what they were saying, because." And then, of course, the Part 8 has affected everybody because now they're all going to be liable for VAT. Of course, you're not liable for VAT if it's applied fire, only if it's pre-booked. So, but we were served by Uber. When I say we, that's UTEG. UTEG and TFL were served by Uber. I know the minicab, uh, ACDU, what they're called, got involved, but they, was in, they asked to become involved because obviously it affects their members. They don't yeah. want to be hung out. As the, because if their members are the principal taking the booking, and they haven't got an operator's license, then they're illegally applying fire, aren't they? Mm. So we defended our interest there. And we've also had the appeal on the um, the applying fire, which was basically the Reading. We was re- having the appeal on Reading, which everyone said Reading ended the argument. So we were successful in that. I'm not saying we're going to be successful in the verdict. And the verdict was found that Reading was correct. They're not applying fire by displaying their availability. 
on the, the icons on the screen. But to come to that decision, they've had to totally disregard a famous taxi case, which is called Rose versus Welbeck. Right, because Rose versus Welbeck is the famous one where taxi drivers lost their licence, were put in prison. It was where they were standing outside the station with these Peugeot cars with a, and do you want this? You've got to ring this number. And it, of course it went to court. And that's how you ask how many, so many different organisations, unions in the taxi trade and why. In 1962, most of the taxi trade was in what's called the Transport and General Workers Union, which is, sorry to bore everybody. Yeah, no good, I like this no, stuff. No, like right, this. which was, is now known as Unite. Yeah. Because of what happened with Rose versus Welbeck, and we always raise at our AGM at the UCG, party political broadcast going, we always raise a glass to the six who got put in prison and they're, and they're a mortal memory because they've lost everything to fight for our future. Yeah. And 60, 58 years on, or 60 years on now, it's still the fight, same fight. And out of that come the LTDA. That's how the LTDA was formed. Mm -hmm. That's the, because of Rose versus Welbeck. But we won the taxi trade. Our taxi trade lost the Rose versus Welbeck at Colt. The government of the day was going to bring in legislation that defines what prior fire is and only taxis can do it. But because we won, the government took the decision that the law is, is robust enough. Well, of course, since then, technology and the law is no, is no longer robust enough yeah. because everyone's admitted there's a blurring, but you've got big money, as you touched on earlier, Paul, mm. and so the government are saying, we're not going to make, at this present time, looking, because we've got the task, of it, we're not going to make any definitions for... For a prime fire, well, they wouldn't, would they? Because big business in the private hire industry will donate to political parties. Mm. So the taxi trade is where it is, and so UTAG has taken that fight up. So now we've appealed to the Supreme Court because we're saying the only way the judge, the appeal judges, could have found in favour uh, of against us on free now, which is basically a rehearing of Reading, is they've had to dis totally dis disregard Rose versus Welbeck. And we, we, so we've appealed to the Supreme Court. It, that's a lottery, whether we get permission mm -hmm. or not. But we've lost nothing because they was already quoting to us, reading before. before. But we've now had an opportunity because we've made it now a London argument. We've turned up to the party a little bit late, mm -hmm. right? but that's the taxi trade. And we've turned up, we've made a lot of noise because that's us as well. We're a noisy bunch at the best of times. And we will continue. So this is not the end. No. It's the beginning. You know, I don't want to say in Churchillian, but it's not even, you know, I really don't. But this ain't the end. If we don't get permission to the uh, Supreme Court, this is only and one factor. The prime for our argument is far from dead, and I will remain convinced to my dying day, mm. they are prime for Because mm -hmm. if they're immediate, uh, the minicab industry recently told TFL they want to make it a bit easier to entry to their, because they want to cover the work in 15 seconds. That's immediate, exactly the same as how we're working. Yeah, and, and listen, we, we, we're absolutely behind that and support that. It's just trying to get people to do the knowledge now while this fight's going on is where we've got a problem. And yeah, okay. for me, for me, there's no reason why we should not take what we deserve, which is metre increases. Absolutely. So when, you, when someone starts the knowledge, and they should be given some kind of induction, right? I don't know whether they still do it at TFL. Mm -hmm. um, and they should be told every... 18 months or two years, you will get a, a pay increase according to market inflation, conditions, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. You don't get that in a minicab trade. You get that in a taxi trade. So if you want to be a, a proper taxi driver, drive a purpose-built vehicle around London, 
and have access to bus lanes, which mm -hmm. we don't have all access to bus lanes, then and no one can no one can driver. chuck you off the platform. No one can chuck you off the platform. <laughs> um, you you've got more than one way to skin a cat, so you can apply for hire. You can go on ranks. You can work for app companies that you want to work for. You don't have to work for them, but you can. Or you can use them rather or than Or you work can for use them, them yeah. or rather than work. Yeah, absolutely. And no, but I wasn't. You no, you're right, it. though. You're right. And this is how it feels. But this is the, but the other side of the, yeah. the industry. That, because, as you quite rightly said, the local mm. minicab offices no longer exist. It's all technology. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so, so there is a strong argument. They've been hurt more than there, we have. Yeah, but there is a strong argument, and there's always been a strong argument. It's not for me to make because I'm a taxi driver and I'm a proud one. Mm. But you could always argue that a minicab driver probably had employment rights because he's always been reliant on the operator yeah. to give him work. So and they've they've sort of won this argument now with the tech. So if they start get. So you're saying come and do the knowledge. Yeah, and. Um, Every two years, you'll get a rate of inflation rising. Yeah, you get an but, increase. But if you can do... It's guaranteed. But it's going to take you three years, two to three years to do that. Or you can do... Is that the same job in six weeks? And then you've got holiday. You've got workers, right? So you're going to get holiday pay, sick pay. Where is the... Where is the advantage <laughs> That's of being a bit a of a red herring, though, no, Trevor? So what we should they, be they're not enforcing that. No, they're but, not getting that. But not in the moment. But we, we, they won't get that. But I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying that they are. The judge, the courts have found that they are employed. Yes. They are workers. So take it to its natural conclusion. If right, and I don't care what happens at the mill. I got no skin in that game because I'm a taxi driver. Mm. So what I'm saying is, but if the to me the bigger encouragement would be, if you stop them working exactly the same as us. You can be a minicab driver. You've got workers' rights, but you... It's no coincidence. The UCG's position is no coincidence. Their numbers have gone from 56,000-odd when they never had apps to over 100,000. Now they've mm -hmm. got... That, that's, there's no coincidence. You've mm -hmm. took their weight... Stopped them working in our market. Yeah. Then it would encourage people. Because if I was a minicab driver and I'm... I've got to work by pre-booked and I'm not in your market and I see yous all getting chased down the road at half past ten on Friday night. It's going to make me want to cry, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's going to make me want to be a cabbie. So I'm going to do that knowledge. I don't mm. care what I have to do because I'm not having this where I'm, I'm picking up someone and getting half the money that taxi driver's got and then I might have an hour before I get another job mm -hmm. because, but he might have had free. Yeah. An encouragement. The incentive is there. And that's where we, that's the problem we got. In my, in my opinion, all the time we, we, we don't differentiate the difference between a taxi and yeah, a minicab yeah. we can put so I said a, ta a plaster on an axe wound because it's how is it going to encourage the people if I can you're going to say to me look that's got to be set in stone that app but they, won't, that, they that, won't do it that meter increase has to be set in stone so, we can't have a vote for it that's nonsense we've never voted for it well, 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 alright hang on so maybe I'm wrong there so the union, LTDA, I UCG, think they were voting they're for balloting their members. They should, uh, and they have position. Am I right in saying that there's a body of people that decide whether there's going to be an increase or not every right, so year? The, is it or something? Right, Trevor. What, yes. What, so you've got the tariff committee, which tariff all the, committee, all yeah. the organisations, unions are on. Yeah. And then what the recommendation? Because they have to take in the cost index, and that goes to, to TFL's um, TFL's board. Right. So it's been recommended because of inflation and the cost of the vehicle, it's all the cost index. It, yeah. It's, our tariff should be 11, about 11.5, 11.6 next yeah, year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's what, what my, the UCG's membership, we voted. And the only reason we've called a vote, and I'll be honest, is because it seemed that we, the, we, the tariff was being undermined. Because all of a sudden we're doing a survey, people are doing surveys. Do we want the tariff? <laughs> now, who are these people to do a survey to decide? 
The same well, people that, that, that right. don't want to change the knowledge. Right. The, the same people. These, but do you decide whether we get a pay rise or not? Because it's some of these people, as Dean touched on, they might not even be in any org. Mm -hmm. There might be 500 of them who turn and say, hey, everybody, I'm all right, I'm 68, yeah. I only work two days a week. Oh, there's someone right. said that and to then, me on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, a lot of us don't get a pay rise. Don't need it. Mm. Right. So when started, you know, and, and then I know the LTDA were doing a survey of its members. Yeah, they did as well. Yeah. Right. So I thought, let's set some alarm bells, I'll be honest, on our head, because we thought, hold on there, we, we don't want the taxi trade, which it's done in the past, and the UCG has always wants its uh, pay increase. We don't want the taxi trade going to TFL and saying we don't want 11% pay rise. We don't want to repeat it the other year, but the taxi trade might try and say we don't want any pay rise. But we want the taxi. The, we, but we want the taxi itself. The LA, we want LEVC to drop the price of the taxi. That's what everyone's saying. Mm -hmm. We want a cheaper taxi, but we don't. But some of rise. us don't want a pay rise. But what what's going to happen is the taxi's just going to go up in price every year because yep. it has to because of parts etc etc etc. But <laughs> but we don't need a meter increase because we want to compete with yep. something that's not exactly. what we are. Exactly, and that's the that's, that's the unbelievable, that, and that's why we took a decision on our committee. And I had a, we had a members meeting the other week, and it was unanimous in the members meeting that we'll ballot our entire membership because we don't want. To, and I'm not saying or naming any individuals or pointing fingers at any individuals. We do not want a section of the taxi trade to say to TFL that we do not want because of recession coming and all that. We don't want a pay rise. Because they're not speaking for my members. So my mm -hmm. members, so I validated all of our members. I say I, the my chair, Cameron Proctor did. She sent it all out. Under, right, we got over 85.5% voted. They want their full entitlement. Now, that's a loud message from the UCG mm -hmm. membership. Yeah. So whatever the other orgs or unions might want to say, I say until they balloted and got, they're not speaking for their members and they're not speaking for the trade. And when... Things on the Twitter polls, do we re only really want a flag fall increase but not the rest? Things like that. It's undermining us. Mm -hmm. Because Paul's touched on it. We're not in competition. We shouldn't be in competition with the, the other mob. They don't, mm -hmm. you know, they could charge no. How can we, you know, we can't compete with that. Because no. they're just getting bankrolled by big banks. Yeah. So we shouldn't compete with it. And so I think, you know, democratically, I personally, I can say, sit here today and say, because I'm speaking on my members of had the vote, we want what we're entitled to. Yeah. And if the taxi trade, there's an, a, a, a difference of opinion within the taxi trade, we'll have that frank debate. Yes. Have that frank debate, but make sure what you're saying is that you are backed up with the majority of what your members or what the taxi trade wants. Yeah. Because if the majority of the taxi trade wants its increase, then the taxi trade's position should be that we want our increase. Not can we... So, can so the we only thing against the increase, so if we put the counter-argument... I don't want the increase, which is not true. I don't want the increase because I spec I'm speculating that it's going to be counterproductive for our marketing that people are going to stop using taxis because we might be too expensive. Yeah. But I'm speculating that based on my very very narrow experience of economics and uh, everything else. But I, uh, at the same time, the world is going to pieces at the moment without getting into massive political discussions, um, and. Um, we we spoke a little bit about Mick Lynch and obviously the post office is on strike at the moment and the railways are on strike. Nurses are even balloting. <coughs> oh, I mean, I'm absolutely for it because basically there seems to be the organisations at the top of all these things taking profits and the idea is that we should be trying to take more profits by paying the workers less so that we can keep the profits or have the profits. So the fact is 
all of these companies that they're working for are making massive profits and they are more than able to pay the people the decent wages. And I am a big fan of what it would be for people, decent wages to do the job, to live in these circumstances. I, I sent a picture back to my wife in Turkey. Uh, I was in Asda the other day. I had to take a picture. I couldn't believe the prices of everything. I couldn't. Everything was rounded up. There's none of this two ninety nine business now. Right. It was five pound, five pound, five pound. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was for little slabs of butter and stuff. And I said, "Look, it's it's this year." I mean, in Turkey, inflation is wife uh, completely different to here. Yeah, mm. they're saying it's eighty percent, and it's actually more like four hundred percent. Wow, they're in a, a massive case yeah, of inflation. Your, your president Erdogan has got this weird. He's 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 turned economics on its head. Yes, yes, he's a he's genius. Decide, he's decided <laughs> that they're going to work completely. And so it, change, it could change the inflation, could change three or four times a yes, day. Yes, yes. But the taxi trade, and, and say, you know, Unite, as a union, just got for its bus drivers, just accepted 11% pay rise for right. bus drivers. And But taxi drivers, not not some in taxi trade saying, oh, do we really want that? But the vehicle's gone up, the electricity's going up, your petrol's gone up, your food's gone up. And we're saying, I'm not saying we're saying that, but what we took a decision as an organisation because of these surveys that were being done. These mm. surveys, who's were, doing the surveys? You're talking about a Twitter survey. Well, there was, there was a, um, I think there was a survey, and I, I know the LTDA wanted to grasp what his members felt, and we felt that we we needed to. I personally, as the, the general secretary, needed to know the strength of freedom of their members. Yeah, on this, <clears throat> which you now do, which I now do, and our members are not for. Any compromise. Yes. We but outside, outside of that, Trevor, who? Who done the surveys? LTDA have done the surveys. And so they've balloted their members and they've come no, up No, they've with done a survey, not quite a ballot. Oh, okay. And then they've also done Taxi Point, I think it's the organised thing on Twitter. Yep. Has, has done a survey itself. Do we want... Press yes and no kind of thing. Do we want... Um, and then they give you the option, do we just maybe not just take the flag fall, yep. but not the cost index? Well, the reason it's all there in one is because everything's gone up in one, the vehicle, yeah, etc. You cannot be in a trade where everything goes up in price and not your not your tariff. If you're if you've got a publicly hired vehicle like what Trevor said with a meter where everyone's watching the, the yep. clock go, it's got to go up accordingly. You can't you can't have you know you can't complain and bitch and moan about the price of cabs. But it's complaining and then not go up in, no, no, not go up in meters. I've never heard people complain about their pay rise. Um, they are there's they're so before. many so many no, people you, that you, don't you want un- it. It gets undermined. See, a couple of years ago, we didn't. We never had pay rise. We, the last one was the first one we've had in four years. Mm-hmm. Per that's that's unacceptable. Because it's totally unacceptable. It used to be every year. Yes, it has it to be. To. When I joined the UCG, yeah. I was member number twenty-four. Was it? Obviously, our legal is on tap all the time, no mm-hmm. matter what. And we do the sort of people we attract. We do have. Yeah, legal, legal, legal <laughs> you wrangles. Did, I'm gonna, so I, I'm going to include this in a little bit. In the early days of the UCG, um, for me, it. Too radical. It came across militant. Yes. yes. It, it really, and it, it was its downfall there, and it has progressed a lot. And that militancy uh, is not what I would have wanted back then. And there was there was some very bad UCG members on the, what do we call it, social media. Yep. Um, they were being very counterproductive to your cause and detrimental. Mm. To- We've learned. Yeah, it's been a learning curve for all of us because we called demonstrations, and we didn't ex- expect to be in Scotland Yard with Section Eleven, Section Twelves, mm-hmm. uh, Section Fifteens for inciting. Yeah, we didn't expect 
uh, the the level. Trevor, why didn't you glue yourselves to a few roads? Well, at the time, because yeah. we, or chuck tomato soup, on, yeah. But in defence of, I think people got their people were so angry, and there was a frustration. Yeah, it's true. There was yeah, a frustration because true. I was probably one of the most vociferous. Uh, that we will do this and we will not. The UCG took these public order sections on behalf of every driver so that no driver could get nicked. Mm-hmm. Right? But it took a toll on our family lives, our stress. The the organisation, uh, we was, cam- you know, there was campaigns so we, to put us out of business, etc, uh, etc. Et so we've kept our head above water. We've learnt that that being the case, as I say, we're all intrinsically linked. But until we can... Until we can sort out and stop people blurring our lines, we get, the problem we've got, if we don't get no one going to Wizen, then we ain't getting no one in your cabs and then we ain't getting no one in the UCG. Yeah. yeah. And we can we can spend the next two, three years trying everything. Trevor, you have filled up the memory of oh. this phone. <laughs> I told you I talk for England. And it was empty. And it's also, is is really hot now. <laughs> it's got a health, Is that a bad thing? I'm sorry. warning on it. No, it's great. So Some great uh, stuff. we've been talking for two hours, right? Which is the longest two hours, three minutes longest podcast record. Uh, but a lot of it's going to be edited. Well, I have clap. to. Uh, we need to clap for that. We need to oh, clap. I don't know. Uh, the on. clap is. You're very kind. So yeah, I've got a bit of music to go with as well. Go. No, you're so, very kind. Thank Tre- you for having me. Thank you for coming, Trevor. They're not going to see your face at the end um, because your camera is dead, but it was a, a chat and a half. Uh, you're very, very passionate, um, and I always knew you was passionate, and you said you're going to see the Proclaimers next week? Yeah, so London Palladium. How yeah. far is it? Is it 1,000 miles? Not quite. No? 500. Only 500, <laughs> but, we, but if I'm drawing it on them boards out there, it could well be 1,000 miles. It, it, you know what? Well I reckon... I can't think of anyone else who's more passionate about the taxi trade than this guy. No, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah? I'm telling you. I don't know. I think maybe... Yeah.